Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to episode 75 of Double Hot Beat. Yes, Double Hot Beat, where we take the pulse of the beer and brewing scene. I'm James, a home brewer and craft beer enthusiast. I'm Shannon, a beer intermediate. And laughing at James. I don't know why you said it like that, but that's fine. It's just like one of those names for like a podcast that when we came up with it, like it was so clever and we were both nickering at each other for like oh how clever we are but then when people say like oh what's the name of your podcast and we say double hot beat like double what double what <laughs> hot beat. too late now james the train has left the station it's all right we got it it's yeah good. we do and you have been very busy recently i have had a little bit of a staycation this past week and so um, staycation for me equals brewing two times during the week yeah it's like your dream. It, it, it's like my dream. And, you know, it's what's interesting about that is, you know, it's one of those things where my 2022 brew schedule has already exploded to, if you look back on our Instagram page of what I had promised um, the listeners of what my brew days were going to be to what I've actually brewed so far in 2022 um, the list is quite more extensive than that, but I will be getting into some other brews that I have not touched on that list yet. So I'm excited about that. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Yeah. But so Shannon, what is the draw now that, you know, summer is starting to come to a close, but you know, summertime ice cream trucks, these Klondike what? Choco Tacos that once they're gone, people are talking about them at work all the time. Like it's the weather here in New England. Yes. And it's like, oh my God, I can't find one. Have you been able to find one? I, ha- I look in all the stores. I can't find a Choco Taco. Are they that good? Or is it the hype? They're like good. Beer. They're good. And I bring that up because, of course, I got made fun of at work because what did I get from the the truck i mean they didn't have those but i got a spider-man you know come on like i love it is a very beloved ice cream from the ice cream truck and people at my work were also very upset and they said they were going to flag down their ice cream man after working by all the ones he had left so they could hoard them in their hoard them in their freezers yes all right well if i could get my hands on some i will make a choco taco beer oh yeah Yeah. gross okay but I'll make like a stout with it. I or appreciate a choco taco in a choco taco form. But f- apparently, for all you lovers of those of the choco taco, Klondike announced that they will be probably bringing it back to ice cream trucks in the future. Yeah, because people on, were so mad. Yeah, and they said, "Oh, we need to get rid of them to in order to enhance our product line and focus on other like items that are more profitable." And I was like, "What is more profitable?" Besides your traditional Klondike bar and the Choco Taco. And then I went on their website and they had milkshake in a bag. And I was like, never heard of that. <laughs> I so. mean, it's like an interesting dynamic right now. I was trying to find an example for craft beer that had the same kind of response. But I really couldn't find anything because for the most part, the feedback has really been the closest I could come to was breweries that like to have a rotating tap list and really you can only count on maybe one Mm -hmm. beer being there. And that annoys a lot of people that want something that can count on of always being there. But I mean, come on people. There's always the Spider-Man. There's always the Ninja Turtle, like switch (laughs) it up, go, go for one of those. And don't be, don't be feel like you're going to get shamed for it. Like I did where everyone's picking, you know, ice cream sandwich, ice cream sandwich, ice cream sandwich. I'm like, you know what? I'm going Spider-Man. And that's what I did. Okay. He is living his best life. Living my best life through the ice cream truck. Cool. So on on a note of 
you know, up and coming trends and what we're seeing a lot. I've been to a couple concerts this year for the first time since COVID and, you know, had a blast. Coheed and Cambria, definitely they put on a great show. But I've been noticing at concerts now, you can get water in cans and it's called mm-hmm. Liquid Death. And I've seen seen them in the, you know, the craft beer stores and your um, standard liquor stores now and, or Packies. And, you know, I was always like, oh, Liquid Death, like cool name, cool like image on it. And I'm like, oh, but it's water. So I'm like... Mm-hmm. Would someone really pay to have water in a can? And I mean, the answer is yes, because people pay for water, canned water. But they yeah, there's other canned waters. But they branded it in a way that looks like a beer. Yeah. So what what are your thoughts on that at concerts? Good, bad. I mean, I think it's if that's the only water option and you want water, then you're going to have to buy it. But I think it's also a nice like little touch for whoever's the DD or someone who doesn't drink, just to be able to not feel excluded because they're holding a bottle of water you can still so like the, the stigma inclusive. behind it what do you mean the stigma like the stigma of like oh i'm not drinking so i'm not gonna have fun or people are gonna judge me because i'm i have oh a, you're saying it kind of helps with that is that what you're saying well i'm saying is that what your argument is of why it's like good that like some like, i mean i don't think there's i don't have an issue with it i don't think i've ever felt like that like if i'm drinking yeah, some people not, do i don't know i mean i think it's yeah just, i mean it can only help i guess right i don't think there's an issue with having canned water branded to look like craft beer the only issue i think is it it is confusing it's not an obvious like i don't when i saw that because i saw the can first at the winery we visited and i was like oh there must be they must have craft beer like i thought it was a craft beer that i hadn't heard of before and then i read it i was like oh it's just water (laughs) like so i didn't get it but i think that it had that aesthetic to it it's just water the most important resource we have on the planet it's fine (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I'm not, I don't have an issue with it. I think it's. I think oh, it's a cool up. little marketing vibe that they're going for. Yeah, brilliant, yeah. smart. And again, they have different flavors: sparkling, just regular water too. So yeah. I thought that was interesting cool that they've already fashion. branched out into like different flavors too. It's not just like H two O. H two O. H two O in a can. Mm-hmm. Water boy will be happy. So we also had a recent trip to Treehouse Brewing. In Charlton, Massachusetts, we've been there before, but a couple things have changed since last time we went. Mm-hmm. Again, last time we were there, it was just out of COVID where things were opening up again. Last time you were there. Last oh, time yes, I was right. there was pre-pandemic. Right. So. Uh, well, I was just, at that time, they were only doing cans to go. Mm-hmm. We had not been there for like a regular brewery experience since before the pandemic. Yep. And I think at the time it was a two drink limit. It was, yep. Uh, per mm-hmm. person. But it was, I think it was, it didn't have the ticket system or anything like that. It was just, they would You didn't order your you. tickets on your phone. You We got literal tickets when we walked in the door. Yeah. Like raffle tickets. Almost. Exactly. Yeah. All right. So some tips if you're going to go to Treehouse Brewing today. So to start, it, based on if you feel like you're going to want to have three drinks, you're going to have to go. If you want more than the usual two limit, which is most people's complaint, is that yes. you can only get two. You'd have to go Sunday to Friday at the moment is how they're doing that for three drinks a person. And Saturdays is two drinks a person. Don't know why. Saturdays, maybe because they're busier. Yeah, it's a busier. Yeah. Turnaround. Yeah. That's my guess. I mean, we went on a on Sunday. a Sunday and it was slammed. It was so packed. It was also the first day that it wasn't 90 something degrees here in Massachusetts. It was like a nice like 
mid to I mean, high it was 70s. Out, yeah, it was pretty it hot though, still with the sun. But even the brew tenders were saying like it, a Sunday hasn't been that crazy in a long time. I mean, we waited at the main bar for at least 30 minutes mm-hmm. um, to go through. So some tips. What tips would you offer that, again, when we went through this experience, that it would have been nice to know ahead of time so that you can come prepared to the brewery? Well, I think it's good to know there's two bars. There's the classic bar and then there's the like main bar. And the classic bar has mostly their lighter beers, so like lagers, some wheat beers. And I think they had a couple of stouts and some of their darker beers over there. And that's when you first, there's like a first set of doors when you walk up to the building. It's it's right in there in that main, what used to be the only bar that they had. Yeah, And so that is... Usually the line's a little bit shorter because it's not... Or no line at all, yeah. like, until you get inside where there's maybe, like, two people in front of you. Yeah, so that one has all their lighter beers and their... Coffee and seltzers as well. Yes, yeah, and the seltzers are not alcoholic, P.S., because someone in front of me in line asked, and they said, no, they're just regular seltzer. Which is awesome, yeah. again, something which is fine. to offer somebody. Mm-hmm. And they um, were flavored, too, which was nice. It wasn't just... And it was their craft. Like, it was still made by them. It wasn't a can of seltzer. It was still from the tap, which was cool. Yeah, and they did have a sign, like, right at the door saying Classic Bar. But unless you Mm -hmm. looked on their website and looked at what was at each bar, a lot of people were confused. And especially considering how long the line was for the main bar that stretched outside. And if you saw our Instagram story, like, that was, like, not even the Mm -hmm. longest part of the line. Yeah, so the main bar had all the IPAs, the sours, which I didn't realize the sours and the tart beers were over there. So I left James in line. I was like, I'll go take. James like, peace out. I, no, am I was not like, I'll go take our daughter inside and then I will go to the classic bar because I thought the ones that I wanted to try were going to be over there because I didn't know you could look on the website and see what was at each bar. So I went and got my two drinks at the classic bar. And then I was like, oh, I wish I got a third drink ticket because I would have gotten in line at the main bar for the. Yeah, so I think, I, I think the biggest thing to overcome with this brewery um, when you get there is just the mindset of like, you can just go up to the bar and like that's when they'll Maybe take your, you cut, your a, payment. Maybe you go on a weekday before. Just, yeah, but at least yeah. during the weekends um, and when they're busier, they have like a little kiosk station when you first come under an umbrella and you scan a QR code mm-hmm. and you basically purchase your drink tickets on your yeah, phone. Online. Yeah, online. And then you wait in line. And then when you get up to the bar, it actually makes their, their lives easier because all they have to do is just Ask, ask for your name that you're already on the list for how many tickets you have and then boom and they you check your order. id before you go inside so if you have a wristband yeah, you're exactly good. qr codes are making a resurgence someone thought qr codes were dead the nope. pandemic brought nope. them back to life everyone has qr codes and again now. i think the confusing thing too is like you're like oh draft tickets well if i am only allowed three if i get one now does that mean that i void my other two no it just means that like you'll just have to go back in line yeah you have to wait in a long line so you can get two drinks at a time though which is what i did at the classic bar i got that's what i did too i got two wheat beers at the classic bar and then i got i did end up going back for my tart yeah so i'd say that's a pro tip right there Mm -hmm. is if there's a super long line get two and then because then if you go on inside or whatever, you'll already have your next beer with you. So that way you won't have to wait another 30 to an hour. Yeah. And then you can also time. monitor when, how the lines are moving because they did fluctuate at one time where yep. I think there was a good like 20 minutes where both bars were almost no line at least, or the main bar had like the line was only inside. Whereas when we got there, it was basically to the street. Yep. So just being able to watch the fluctuation of the time we're going to wait in line. 
And it was almost timed in a way that everyone kind of did that thing where they were like, all right, this line is really long. I'm going to get two. So like the amount of Mm -hmm. time it takes people to drink the two because again take your time they're treehouse beers um they're very high abv beers for the most part for their Mm -hmm. ipas so it's like you're not guzzling those things down fast fast enough to get back in line before and again you only have three so pace yourself don't be those people in the bathroom throwing up i wasn't gonna bring that up james i was i mean (laughs) it was the first time i was going to change our daughter in a men's bathroom and go in there and there's just projectile vomiting on the the floor and i'm just like all right i'm turning around this is disgusting that was just his way of getting out of changing a diaper <laughs> yeah thanks to those two people getting sick yeah he's like well there's i appreciate men it up so it's your turn yeah the the men's bathroom got shut down quite a few times oh when we God. were there i don't understand i mean i bet it's people who don't expect that high alcohol and they don't know treehouse beers and they overdo it or they could just be sick that day like, well, they just have not. a stomach bug and now they're spreading it oh, to the God, universe hopefully not well, you would have gotten it by now if that was the true. case. That's very true. But I think overall it was a good, a nice visit back after not having been. Yeah, I'm like, of, of course, Treehouse is like Disney for a brewery because not only do they have the lines, they have like the awesome beers that you just you just keep coming back for more. And then they always have it down to such a science that like any other brewery with that they would not be able to handle that many people at one time. And I think they did a great job of you know, can lines being separate. Like that's just a whole assembly line that they've just had. Mm-hmm. They're really pat. good at managing their parking situations. So yeah. Parking. Was... They, they had parking attendants. So it was really well done. The bartenders behind the bar, like knew their beers in and out. And trust me, when I go up to the bar and I ask what you're most excited about, you're going to give me the speed, like know what's good. And like, they're even asked me like, all right, well, what kind of IPAs do you like? And I was able to describe what IPAs I liked. And he's like, all right, this one, because I'm like, I've had your green, I've had your Julius, I've had like pretty much all your standard IPAs. What's the new ones that you have that I haven't gotten to try? Because again, you have th- mm-hmm. three drink tickets. I wanted to, you know, I didn't know if they had them in cans or not to go. So I want to try something new. I always say try something new when you're at the brewery and you get it on draft. Mm-hmm. And again, always ask the brew tender what they're most excited about. I want to do a shout out to brewtender Jake G because there's multiple Jakes Jake that work behind the bar there. <laughs> so he clarified Jake G. So shout out to you, man, if you're listening to this podcast. And he recommended number 11. And he's like, if you're a hop person, this is the beer for you because they pack so many hops. They like push the limits on this particular beer every time they make it. And I forget the amount of pounds of hops they put in this, but he said it was like stupid. The amount was just stupid that how much they put in there. And it definitely lived up to its name. And again, I'm going to say the word dang. Stop. stop. My brother does not appreciate it. And if you also listen to our last episode, every time I say the word dank, uh, feel free to take a drink. Of your dank IPA. So yeah. So again, now Shan's trying to get in on the people trying to drink and saying dank. So there you go. (laughs) That's the last one. No more. No more. Dank. Stop. Okay. And so I would say that one, the flavors were great. It had like a nice tropical fruit. It's actually what I'm drinking right now. It's really juicy. It has, they call it a turbid yellow. And it's definitely. That sounds disgusting. It sounds disgusting. But if you look at it, a it you can't yellow. see through it. It's completely like. James is now holding geez. the glass up to me so to prove to me that it is a turbid yellow. It is a turbid yellow. Is that even a word, turbid? Yeah, turbid, because in the lab, we used to say, like, we wouldn't want our media to be turbid when we made the media. 
the growth media for our cells. So if it was like you could see through it, it wouldn't be turbid. But if it was turbid, you knew something was up? bad was mm. up. But okay. in this case, uh, turbid is good because it's just, the I'm sure, the amount of hops that are in it and the other ingredients that are in it that really make it that thick, turbid color. Okay, now the new word is turbid. Yep, exactly. So you now you get two words, Sean. So if you're listening. Okay. There you go. In 9% ABV. So a respectable 9%. James is now sipping his beer. How does it taste? Pretty awesome. Okay. And for all those in suspense, as I drank my beer. Thanks, Shan. You're welcome. So yeah, we had a good a good visit. It was good to see some friends and try some new beers. I had, like I said, two wheat beers, and then I also tried the strawberry tart, which was just a subtle hint of strawberry. I would not say it was like a punch-in-the-face strawberry, but it was a refreshing, it's a light, refreshing tart beer to enjoy. So I liked it. I wish we could get more than three, so I could have tried some other tart ones, but alas. That's okay. Also, someone had to drive home. So. I mean, I also liked how, but depending, also depending on the beer, you could either get, I think it was 10, 12, or 18 ounce, depending on the ABV of the beer, yeah. which was probably also part of regulations, but I liked how they d- did that as well. Mm-hmm. Well, as we mentioned before, James has also been very busy in his home brewery downstairs. Last weekend, we... Or you, I did not, I did not partake in this one. Yes. Um, we, I keep saying we, like, I'm just going to claim all the beers that You're you make as You're just claiming all the beers. No, not these two. But you are prepping to do our cashmere blonde, illegally blonde yes. um, beer to make on your automated brewing system in the kitchen. Brew, yep. On the Pico Brew. Mm-hmm. And... You have another beer that we'll talk about in a little bit that you will be making as well. Yeah, but you started work on the Peach Blonde per... Request popular per popular demand requ- <laughs> demand yeah yeah so i definitely had to make another 10 ga- a 10 gallon batch of this because what i want to do is i want to be able to split it so i can do a five gallon of the peach version of the blonde as well as just a regular blonde and i still have some raspberry puree so i might try out what raspberry puree with a blonde would be what are you gonna make a raspberry beret oh that's a great name i should <laughs> yes uh, I'm sure there uh, some brewery has used raspberry yeah, beret as their. <laughs> yeah. Just for my mom, you can call it raspberry beret. <laughs> All right. I'll, I'll take that under consideration. Okay. So in this iteration, you had to make some substitutions because you realized last minute that you were low on something. Correct? I was out. out. I ran out of one of my most commonly used Munich malt which I use very frequently. Rookie mistake, James. Very rookie mistake. And I usually, I made sure I had the yeast. I made sure I had the hops. I made sure I had everything except the one that I knew. You were probably like, oh, I have enough of that. And then you went to do it and you were like, never mind. (laughs) Yep, I had some more choice words than that. But yes. So I was like, all right, well, what can I change for substitutions, I didn't ha- really have many of the substitutions that are used for Munich for the specialty malt. So I decided to switch it up with some Vienna malt. Mm-hmm. So I think it will give a similar malt sweetness, but it will be a little lighter. It's going to have some notes of honey, which will play well, I think, into the blonde style as well with using, I use some honey malt in there. So I think that'll play off nicely, especially against the peach puree that I'm going to be doing. So I think the apricot and some of the peach 
flavors are going to come out across nicely on that. It's going to be a little lighter in color, which will be good. But I do have to be careful because Vienna, as it's mostly used as a base malt, I have to be careful of its enzymatic power or diastolic power and its ability to convert <laughs> that starch. That simplified matters. Yeah, that's enzyme that can convert starch, a.k.a. could get the ABV of your beer up because if it can, has more enzymes in there that can break down that starch, especially if I increase the amount of my grain bill, which I did, I could end up with a higher ABV than the BJCP guidelines for a Blondale. And if I want to go ahead and enter this one into a homebrewing competition, which I'm considering. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, breaking news. Oh, Spoiler alert. Uh, yeah, but I don't, there's no awards for this one. So it might be my ease way into getting into competitions. So yeah, so that, that's one of the changes I had to make to this, this beer. It's plugging away. It had like it a, it was like roaring the next morning. It's scared. I thought Shannon. someone was, I was working out in our basement and I thought someone was like breaking in or something was falling. It was, it was violent. It was very, very loud, bubbling. It was violent. Like nothing. I don't think you've ever brewed Vigorous. a beer that has been flocculating so hard it was flocculation nation and again anyone who's playing the drinking game flocculation can be someone else's word okay and you could have some liquid water liquid death too as a for every sip of (laughs) beer you take a sip of liquid death yeah and then you also brewed a stout which is not your normal no i don't like brewing stouts because i don't like drinking stouts i usually if i do have a stout i'll leave it to a nice Guinness every once in a while um, mm-hmm. with like a black and blue or a black and tan, but I'm not a big stout person. Yeah, it was surprised when you said you were doing a stout. But so I figured, well, I had the stuff to make a stout. I plan to do it over the winter. And never I was like, did. I want to, I never <laughs> did because I was too busy brewing all the other styles that I did. I did the Spice Dale. Yep. And then you realize that it's going to take at least three months for it to be ready anyways. So. Well, no, not this one. Oh, three months. No, no, no. The, so. I, I'm also going to brew a Belgian quad. Oh, that's And the quad the okay. is the one that takes a while to come in. Um, okay. So that one's going to be a while once I brew it. Okay. Never mind. Scratch that. Scratch that. Reverse it. Redact that. <laughs> Redacted. Redacted. I will try your stout. I will try your stout <laughs> and I will dump it out. I'll try it. I'll give it a go. I'll give it a go. The sad thing was about that stout is like the night before I had a dream that like during the brew day, you just started running down the stairs with that sh- song that's like, shout, come on, hands, and shout. <laughs> and it, you were, is, but instead of shout, you were yelling stout, <laughs> like being hilarious. And I, I like, I was like, like I was at a happen? wedding DJ. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I'm just like, that would be kind of funny if you did that. But I was like, kept looking up. I mean, I'm like, glad you're, you're dreaming about me, but it's, <laughs> I can't control dream Shannon. So <laughs> dream Shannon is just wild. I can't. Can't, can't control her when she yells stout and just no. runs around. <laughs> Super weird. But yeah, so I did a five-gallon batch of that, and that's roaring away already by day one. Again, and I hit my original gravity I think it's been so that. warm in the basement that it's just like... Yeah, well, and I also organized nice my SS Brewtech glycol chiller, too. So I now have both lines operating, and I got some insulated tubing from Brew Tools a while ago, and I just never got around to like hooking up that second line. So now I put quick disconnects on there and labeled them with my label maker that I Look got as a gift. Go. So thank you, Beth and Brian, for that label maker. <laughs> Shout out. Shout out. Well, speaking of brewery or brew tools or brew equipment or home brewing. Home brewing stuff. Fun stuff. <laughs> bike brewing. 
What were they up to? So Spike Brewing, <laughs> again, I don't, the only thing of Spike Brewing that I have is the condensing lid, steam condensing lid. Mm-hmm. Which you have not been using because it. Well, th- so again, I've been trying to figure out, get all my brewing efficiencies down, get like all my brew house stuff down and seeing how temperature in our basement and also with the weather. Well, yeah, how- I was referencing more because it's so hot and no rain that you didn't want to. Use more water than necessary. So, so. I, I didn't want to use the amount of water that it would take um, to use run that condensing wood, especially with that 10-gallon batch that I brewed. I want to be cognizant of sustainability and the amount of water I use. Even though we have our own well, I, don't, I just couldn't justify using 30-plus gallons of water, clean water, to run that condensing lid. Mother Earth, thanks. So... Yeah, so instead of that, I turned to electricity, and I just had lots of fans going. I had the windows <laughs> open. I had the garage door open. So I let a lot of nature's air and fans to blow everything around, mm-hmm. handle that. And it, it worked out pretty nicely, though. I will have to say it, it wasn't as bad. And again, Shannon and I had added that moisture barrier mm-hmm. to our basement ceilings as well. To, so the risk, really, of all that steam and everything, we had pretty well ventilation yeah. for these last two brews so again i i love the condensing lid but again the w- amount of water even when you can recycle it's a trade-off it, yeah. it's a trade-off but, but yeah they have know. so for those of you who are i feel like there's a lot of people that have all like spike or all ss brew tech for me i mostly have all ss brew tech but again like i like spike brewing and i love that they're local to the united states and all the stuff that they're innovating right now so for those of you who love spike brewing coming this fall they're releasing their coming this fall coming this fall to a home brewery near near you. you Nice. James <laughs> just winked at me. That that was totally just ad libbed, by the way. So yeah, we're just we just read each other's mind here on Double Hot Beat. And it was very happy. <laughs> yeah, I was very happy. They're releasing their tank kettles, as they're calling it, which will feature a domed bottom for draining and cleaning. <laughs> and now Shan's dying laughing hysterically over there because I said domed bottom. And as you know, Shannon likes to talk about conical butts and conical bottoms. Yes, but that's here, neither here nor there. But that's here neither. So a domed bottom for draining and easy cleaning, which is very nice to have. Yes, definitely. And it will have tri-clamp fittings, and you can purchase those as single kettles, and they'll also be including those upgraded versions into their solo and trio systems that can be customized as well, like their previous versions. And they'll also be available a mash ton door option for the 15 gallon Mm. up through the 50 gallon range and again these seem like they're going to be pricey like at least three or four hundred dollars as an add-on but again you want to make your brew days as especially cleaning up after the fact as easy as possible so a mash ton door so you can scrape out your grains brilliant again Mm -hmm. like bringing what the craft brewery scale and production scale and bringing it down to the home brewer level. I love that, that they listen to their customer base to make that happen. And again, it's going to be pricey, but you get what you pay for. So take it as you will check out their website for those information. Again, we're not sponsored by anybody, but again, like if you're considering, you know, getting a system that might be something you consider because they don't have those in the trio systems or those brewing systems or kits yet so if you purchase one now well you know in a couple couple months you might be kicking yourself Mm. so think in the future 
Yeah, but you should also go on their website because next, I think Wednesday, Wednesday, they're having a big warehouse sale, which is kind of unheard of for not having like a holiday, quote unquote, to be doing discounts on. So it's kind of a big deal. Yeah, I've seen a Just lot put, of... I mean, we're not going to list everything that they're no. offering, but if you want to go on their website, yeah, check it out. I, th- I think a lot of homebrewing like websites that offer like smaller discounts because they're warehouses they'll try and make space for the new stuff but i've never seen like a company like spike brewing that's kind of like the higher end brewing yeah. equipment so they're trying to do make one room. of these warehouse kits that you can make these savings so I, one of the most common things i see on the spike brewing or ss Brewtech threads on facebook so again definitely join those groups if you're looking at one of those products mm-hmm. because that's actually where i found out about this because it was before it was actually released on their website or on their instagram ben the the founder of spike brewing he had announced this to those to give mm-hmm. you know loyal spike people a heads up so if you join that group or ss Brewtech or any of those i highly recommend so you're in the know and also a lot of people like you ask questions that you think might be stupid, but you might get answers. Mm-hmm. So definitely check out that warehouse sale Wednesday, August 24th. It'll be starting at 10 a.m. Central Time and it'll be for 48 hours only. And just make sure that you're on the Bargain Cave part oh, of their the website because <laughs> that's where all those deals will be. And you can look at yeah. it. Look at so them. Just find thought we'd share the throw news. that out there. Because like we said, it's not Black Friday, it's not the holidays, it's August. It's so. August. <laughs> yes. James did order some new things in the form of ingredients because as he mentioned, he is out of the Munich malt. I and do we a, had to yeah. restock on some other things, so. I had to do a little bit of restocking on my two-row carapils. And again, as I said, Munich. And I also got a Belgian quad recipe kit because this is, if it's such a big time commitment for the weight, I want to make sure that I at least get one of that style under my belt. So again, using someone else's recipe. Exactly. I can humble myself, bring myself down to earth and try and follow a (laughs) recipe that someone beautifully crafted and did that hard work for me. So I can just focus on just trying to make the style to start and kind of picking up the notes I get from it and then go from there on trying to make up my own recipe. So again, a pro tip, if you're trying to mm-hmm. do a new style, you can try and jump in, base it off beers you like, or you can just get a kit and try and go from there. I've got a kit coming. You got a kit coming? Because this is Halloween, Halloween. Oh no. I've got a pumpkin kit coming. I'm very excited. I also don't, can't believe I didn't tell everyone up front because... Breaking news to everyone. Hold on. Break, this is breaking news from Shannon of Double Hoppy. <laughs> I should have told it. This, that should have been my opener is the fact that I had my Rosemary's baby already. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> yes, I know it's August. Yes, I know you'll judge me. Pumpkin but I don't beer care. in August. I don't care. It's coming. She doesn't care. care and she doesn't care who knows it. Yeah. Judge me all you want. It's not going to hurt me because I will still be drinking my pumpkin beer and enjoying it. So... Very exciting. Can't wait to brew that up again. It was a hit at our Halloween party last year, so I'm hoping to get it done for that. And also for my personal enjoyment, I'll just have a keg next to our bed or something so I can wake up in the morning to pumpkin beer with my pumpkin candles. Taps just out of the headboards. (laughs) Oh, that's a good idea. (laughs) No, that's okay. All right. You guys heard it first. Shannon's on board for taps out of the headboards. Okay. A little gross, but okay. Uh, But yeah, so that's some exciting things on the horizon. And that pumpkin beer, it looked like they did a little 
rebranding of their packaging because I saw it was a rum instead of like they made they made the rum barrel aged like more prominent like huge font yeah almost to the point where I did a double take and I was like wait did they come out with a new version of this that like Shannon's gonna hate no but it was the right one so I was okay guys when I got it yeah he was very proud to present it to me (laughs) well so I was going to the the liquor store and Shan's like, if they have any pumpkin beer, can you mind picking me up some, <laughs> sweetie pie? And exactly I said, like I th- I'll think about it. And I got you. Well, I hardly ever ask you to pick me up stuff when you're out. So it's true. It's just the one time I knew. I know people come her, out. Pumpkin her pumpkin beer. beer sense was going on. Uh, yeah. I was like, I know it's out now. Some people, because I knew Greater Good had their Imperial Pumpkin out. So now I, was I like, know it's out now, James. You might want to go and pick some up. <laughs> Go on down to the corn store. And get some Flocculation Nation yeah. and some Conical Bottoms. For my pumpkin beer. For your pumpkin beer. Uh, I don't know what accent that I was. I don't know. <laughs> Shannon suddenly moved down to Georgia. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, well, somewhere. <laughs> Sweet Georgia peach. I used to live in the South, but not in Georgia. Well, lastly, our hot plants have not been... They've as, stalled. Yeah. So, as we mentioned earlier, we have been having... So hot, so dry weather. There is, we are now, I think, an extreme drought category so. in our area. We are like the red before the deep red. That's like the worst you can get. And they said we need at least a foot of rain in the next month in order to make up the amount of water we are in deficit of. So we have not been able to water as much as we would like. And then the sun is just like blazing right on those plants. So they kind of stalled Torched. our mature hot plant that we've had for. I think three years now, yeah. it got cones, but they, it before got, they, it got cones, <laughs> it got cones, <laughs> it got cones, got cones. Um, we treated it for cones. No, just um, it did have some cones, but they were not able to get large enough for harvesting. And before they got just, they're crispy. They are already like dried out and they're so small that and they're not mature enough so it's been kind of a disappointing and i've just been like plants. Ho- i've just been holding out like doing anything to them because i'm just like i don't know you could still harvest in september we'll i don't see. know why I mean, we'll see they could bounce i don't the know the leaves are also crispy on the plant so i think yeah, it's I think done yeah, i think, I think so it's too. just been too hot and too dry but in centennial that was going really really strong that one has been hit the worst and I know that mm. it also seemed to coincide with for that hot plant that tends to flower earlier. That seemed to coincide with that hot weather that we had, like the worst of it. So I think it stunted its growth on the vine. And none of them, all those new ones, not a single one have hops. Yeah. Hop and plant. I tried to water early morning, like before eight when it was still kind of cool outside. But I feel like the second the sun came up, it just sucked everything out of the earth. So. Yeah, I think too. This is one of those drawbacks that I didn't foresee of having it up in a raised um, bucket. No, not bucket, but they're in the plant bags. Yeah, um, a raised, like, like almost like a raised bed, because you think about it, that soil that's in those is going to dry out so much faster than our three-year-old plant that we actually planted into the ground. Which well, in the plant, of- I think when we first got that original plant. It was in a bucket, like it was in one of those like barrel looking buckets and it grew and it flowered very nicely and it got a yeah that v- first a good year amount of good cones. So I think you were kind of 
looking at what he had happen with that plant and was like, oh, it's going to work the same because it was this kind of similar vessel being out of the ground. That's true. But in this case, we got these other hops through the rhizomes. Yes. So, and then you were also thinking that yeah. that was an established plant that we bought. These were brand new, never before grown plants. So, I mean, it's kind we'll of a, what it's kind of a good brings. thing in disguise because I don't know if I have any other beers for this year that I'd be able to use them in. So it might be a little blessing in disguise for me that I don't waste some of my hop growth. And again, next year is a new year and they will come back and they will come back stronger than ever. Oh my God. Did I just rise from the ashes? Did I just do like a positive out of a negative? Oh man. Rise from the ashes of the drought. The hops hops will rise again. (laughs) Again. Anyways. Yeah. That's the update in our hop plants. I know we, we said when we spoke about it on our the episode. hop experiment. I mean, this has been a true hop experiment. It has been. We've got the yeah. weather. We've and got you, everything else. You live and you learn, and next year we'll maybe try some different techniques and see how it goes. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. See what happens. Check in next spring. <laughs> Check in next spring for that. Yep. Okay, James. Anything else you'd like to share with the good people today? The good people. I would just say follow us on our Instagram page at Double Hoppy Podcast. And if you're a home brewer like me or like Shannon and you are doing something funky, something crazy in your setup, or you just want to talk home brewing with us and you want to come on the show, make sure you DM us on our Instagram page. Or if you want to hear me sing the song Stout, feel free to yes. let us know. DM us if you want to hear Sh- Shannon do her rendition of Stout. Of Stout. The next. The next word, wedding the next word dance. for those doing the dank and uh, flocculation no. <laughs> game. Also, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pandora, anywhere. Feel free to go on there and give us a little rate and review. It really helps us get some new listeners, and we appreciate it. And this has been, been Double, Double Hop Beat. Catch, Catch you on, on the brew side. side.